The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. Set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling, here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I'm not well, because you know what? I've been thinking about it, and our podcasting duo never made sense in the first place. (laughs) And you know why? Because we're different. I'm, well, you're college and I'm townie. Or am I townie in your college? I think that I feel like I'm townie in your college. I'm big city no? folk and you're townie. <laughs> I'm fire and you're water. Never made sense in the first place. No, that's it. Um, we're here talking Boy Meets World, obviously. Season five, episodes two and three. Um, and we're not alone. We're going to have many guests this season. The first of which I don't believe has been on since like, I don't know, season one, season two, somewhere around that time period. I'd have to go back at the books and take a look. But he's back today. We got some snow here in upstate New York and we're just hanging out in the gym jams, talking Boy Meets World. I'm with my husband, Will. Will, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I think it was season one. I was on that Jim Abbott episode. Oh my yeah. god, was that really how long ago yeah. it was? It was a while. Yeah, ago. he came back for a bonus That's... episode, but we haven't had you on Boy Meets mm-hmm. World 
since the yeah. first season. When Corey liked sports. Yes. Back when he liked sports. Even though he never played them. Um, now he only cares about Topanga. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. Sean. So, Will, you Some, really... A lot of times, Sean. Mm-hmm. Will, you really got off your game with being our sports correspondent. Well, they don't talk about sports anymore. They talk about girls. Um, it seems... And what do you know about that subject? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we talked about... As much as I needed to. <laughs> and that was that. <laughs> that true. was yeah. that. It worked. Everything Boy Meets World taught me. <laughs> there you go. Got you to where you are today. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic. So what are you think? So you've been, but like, just to keep the listeners updated, you've been watching though. You have been watching along with us and listening to the podcast. So you're, mm-hmm. you're still following along with the show. You just haven't been on as a guest. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think of our takes about like the prior couple of seasons? Like, are you on board with us? I mean, yeah, I think now is where the show really starts picking up. Like, this is the good stuff here. Like, it was fine. Like, there was, like, peaks and valleys within, like, the last couple seasons. Like, some of the most classic episodes of the entire series took place. But, like, some of the episodes, like the cult one and a few of the other ones are just horrible. Yeah. Yeah, well, now we're Jack is here. We have new sets. Like, I really am loving having, like, the senior hall, the mm-hmm. senior classroom, and yep. Jack and Eric's apartment. I think, like, really, I don't know, they really mm-hmm. give, like, a fresh perspective on the show, I think. It refreshes the whole thing. And the, our first look at Angela this yeah. episode. Yeah, she was not, was she even named? I don't even know yeah, if she, she was, was yeah. actually. She, she was. said Angela. Okay, so, but she is there, yeah. and she sat next to Sean in these weird new, like, lab desks. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else got mm-hmm. that. That was so strange. Yeah. yeah. Those were science class uh, lab desks. Yeah, so very excited to see Angela come into the picture. I feel mm-hmm. like we usually say this when we get new characters, we're always like very excited for them, right? Like when Turner came in, we were super excited. Eli was there, we were excited. And now we get Jack and Angela, two characters that I think are probably some of the most iconic like uh, characters that come in late. Yeah. I would say. I would say for sure. Yeah, so. All right, well, let's, let's not, without further ado, let's break all this down. Let's talk Boy Meets World. Their first episode, season five, episode two, is called Boy Meets Real World. And what's strange is we got a previously on segment, Sarah. Like, this Mm -hmm. is the first time, right? Like, have we ever had one of these before? I don't think so. I have not recalled a previously on segment. We've gotten a to be continued, but I don't think we've ever gotten a previously on. Yeah, there's been two parters. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like that was kind of weird. I don't know if it's like, hey, people who watch this show, did you miss our first episode of the season? No worries, because Sean has a new brother. Just had to put that out there in case you were confused. <laughs> in case you yeah. missed it. In case. It's pretty big news. <laughs> it's like the biggest yeah. news um, ever. Mm-hmm. But uh, surprise, surprise. And I thought that that was like really interesting. So like we see like a couple of like segments where it's like Jack introduces himself as the new guy and they like announce that they are brothers and the whole thing where Chet asks um, Sean to go live with Jack. Um, Will, was that as painful for you to watch like Chet kick Sean out of the trailer as it was for us? I had a different feeling on that, actually. Like, I think that's the best thing he ever did as a father, like is get them together and get him out of the trailer park and like, in that environment like maybe i'm being a little results oriented in that but mm-hmm. yeah it works out it all in the works end. out for the best so like that's just how i 
have what if Jack feeling. was a serial killer? Well, <laughs> he mean, barely knows Jack. Let's be honest; like that it's one his horror son. episode would make a lot more sense. <laughs> that's the season. That's exciting yeah. stuff coming up. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't look at it that way just because I felt like Chet barely knows Jack. So it's like, it's a yeah. it's a risky call, right? Like, I mean, it could be, yeah. yeah. Jack is so literally the nicest guy in the entire show. He is. Yeah. He's like kind of just like a little bit of a baby gem. Um, so we get Corey always has been interested in film and camera. Like we first see him really like take appreciation for it when he was taking film in Eli's class um, and his love for film and TV production continues. And um, he is doing a real world type spinoff, but it's based on like how things are going in the new apartment with Sean, Jack and Eric. Yeah, this gave me big Dawson's Creek Blair Witch Project crossover episode Mm. situation. Like, all of a sudden, it felt like I was watching the wrong show. For those of you who listen to our Dawson's Creek coverage, Dawson is, like, Mm. obsessed with filmmaking. And there's a one episode where he he does, like, something on what's called Witch Island, which is, like, very much a play on um, Mm -hmm. Blair the Blair Witch Project. And now I felt like I was watching Corey become Dawson, and I was very thrown off by the whole thing. (laughs) Um, That now, apparently... He is like, I mean, we have, you're right, Sarah, like we have seen him get into film. We saw him like a few different times he had film projects and he seemed to really enjoy it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but now he's like really all in on this real world project with the three guys in the apartment. Yeah. Which does bear fruit. Like it is dramatic. Mm. But. It's the second time they've pulled a random show from like a different network. Like they had Eric on that dating show with Chris Hardwick. Singles out. <sighs> Never forget yeah. that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Did either of you watch Real Worlds back in the day? No. Of course I did. <laughs> Wait, Will, how did you not watch Real World? I just, it wasn't on my radar. I wasn't watching that kind of stuff. Real World back then. was my first reality show that I ever watched. I think I watched it before Survivor. Well, no, that, yeah. that might not be true, but definitely around the same time. I was on Survivor, time. but I wasn't on like, the you, he MTV doesn't, route. Yeah, he's not up. He doesn't really like any of the MTV stuff where it's way mm-hmm. more about the drama than it is the competition. Right. Yeah. Like you're more about like strategic competition shows. Right. Yeah. I mean, for Survivor reality. was just on in my house. From the very start of it, did you have? Did you all have like MTV like cable? Yeah, we yeah. had all the channels because my dad worked for oh, right. cable vision, so we got all that. Like, but you never watched? Did you included. watch any other MTV shows? Uh, I yeah, I would watch some random stuff like uh, there was a couple like dating random shows like, <gasps> like next next oh, I remember yes. that uh, I yeah, remember Pin My Ride Pin My Ride yes. Um, Robin Big, that show. I don't know if that was MTV or VH1. VH1. Yeah, oh, I watched a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so like Corey's like really into the real world, and so we see like a lot of the perspective of this episode is behind like Corey behind the lens of the the camera, and so a lot of the stuff that was very like staged. Like we see Sean's on the phone making a date with like Janice. And um, and uh, I love Jack coming and he's like, hey, brother, Sean. And Jack has like a full on suit on. He's like, look, I got an A. And then Eric comes in in a wetsuit and a surfboard. 
Like he's in Philadelphia. <laughs> Where are you surfing, bro? Yeah, it, it's uh, I think it's just like definitely a take on like how real is the real world or any of these yeah. reality shows. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like a interesting spin on that and um. So I, I think that it was really funny. I really liked when, like, Sean was like, but I my October really is booked. And Jack was like, I really did get an A. <laughs> it was very, very cute. Yeah. And then we see, like, a whole intro that is, like, the real world, which yeah. is fun. What was your first um, season of the real world, Jess? Oh, my gosh. It's so hard for me to remember. Like, I remember it hearing about it for a few years before I actually watched it. Because, like, it definitely was – I was too young for it when it first came out, I think. I specifically remember um, the one where Bananas, who's in the challenge later on, Johnny Bananas. I remember the season he was in. So that must be um, later. My first season of Real World was Real World New Orleans. And oh, you know what? I may have seen Vegas. Do you remember the new, the mm-hmm. Real World Vegas with yeah. what was her name? Sherelle Sh- or Sh- Chanel Chantel? Or Chantel, maybe that's it. Um, don't ask me. Yeah, you don't know. It's very dramatic. But th- back then, they really got off on like, oh, look at these seven strangers. One's a Republican and a racist. We're gonna house him with this black guy. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Like. It's yeah. so ridiculous to think about nowadays because, like, it's not that weird for people from different lifestyles to find each other and live together. Um, but back then it was like, oh, my God, it's a big deal. Hmm. But, um, yeah, so we have um, Eric working out. <laughs> he's like, but he's really just standing on a milk crate. He's like, don't yeah. show that. Don't show that. And you could tell, like, even before that, like, he's not doing that. Mm-hmm. There's no way he could do that. Yeah, and Jack is like playing guitar, which like I could see him getting more girls than Eric because I feel like having a guitar is way more attractive than working out. I mean, it depends who you are, I guess. Yeah, it depends on the girl. Some girls like buff dudes and some girls like artsy types. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, they, the, I mean, Jack and Eric are both kind of like ladies men, but it's like, I don't know, I guess we're setting up for, like, a competition between them for women. And I guess, like, the only thing that, like, Rachel is the big thing. So it's a little bit of foreshadowing for that. Yeah, yep. And uh, and then we... I don't know when that starts. Is that this season, too? Rachel, I think, comes in the next season. That makes sense. Because I think the other... Sean lives with them until then. And everybody else is in college by then, I think. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then we see like we pan out and see that Corey is like showing this film in class. And that's when we see like the weird sciencey desks. And Feeney says that it's excellent. And I was like, really, Feeney? Like, really? Like, are your standards just like getting lower and lower as time goes on? I, I, failure. I think that he just gave mm. up. Like film production class is not supposed to be under his repertoire, but he fired Eli and he's like, crap, like I really have to take on this class now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should have hired somebody else, I think. I mean, there's certainly like potential there. Like you could see he's putting in the effort to like do something that's and there was an well, actual premise behind it. I wonder if also Feeney just doesn't know what the real world is, so he has no idea that it's a complete ripoff of that. Well, no chance. Yeah, Angela <laughs> points that out. Yeah, yeah. So, right, so we do see Angela, and, um, and uh, oh, and the other thing that Feeney says that is 
seriously, Phineas. He's like, oh, NYU has great film, like film, um, what is it? Uh, majors or whatever. Yeah. It's like, Feeney, like, if you think Corey's getting into NYU, what have you been smoking lately, Feeney? Like, what are you growing in your garden and smoking out back? I mean, what kind of grades is Corey getting? I feel like he's getting, like, decent grades at bees. least. Probably, like, probably bees, but bees, bees yeah. won't get you into NYU. I mean, probably not, no. So, I don't know. I, Corey's expectations to what colleges he's going to get into is seriously misguided when, in the next episode, he talks about applying to Stanford. Stanford? I was like... Excuse me? Yeah. Like, no, Corey. There's no way. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, Topanga's the only one of them that's real. She'd be able smarty to. Smarty smart. Yeah. So, Angela's here, and she's like, you know what? He ripped off the real world. And I was like, yes, Angela. Call him out on this. Yeah, major call out. Angela gives no shits. Like, she'll, she'll uh, out you for mm -hmm. uh, plagiarism in no time. Tattletale. Topanga, Topanga is like, Topanga brings up the good point of like, are you sure that they're like, all right with you filming this? Like, you know, you could be seeing some things that like are uncomfortable to be on film. And he's like, no, 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 no. They love it. They love it. Which they probably mm. do at this point because they want the attention. Oh, same. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And Sean's like his best friend. So he's going to say yes to Corey, obviously. Yeah. Like Jack, I'm a little surprised that he wanted to do it. Well, I don't know that we know enough about Jack at this point to know f for sure. Well, he seems like coming in, he just seems a bit like preppy, like a bit like normal. Above it. Yeah, norm. Very. He's a normie. Yeah. <laughs> compared to the rest of them, um, we're back at their apartment, and we see Sean putting on rollerblades—a real like nostalgia thing. Rollerblades. Like mm. I freaking loved rollerblades back in the day. No, you didn't rollerblade. I mean, I had them when I was a kid, but I don't know if I used them more than five times. Really? I mm -hmm. feel like your where your house was, like where your family's house was, like a good street for rollerblading. I guess. Did yeah, you go like bicycling or? Yeah, I rode my bike a lot more than I did that. Oh, I see. I loved rollerblading. I was never coordinated enough to skate or like ice skating, roller skating. I was never yeah. good at either of those. I have, to have strong ankles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You do. You have to have strong ankles to do all those activities. You, uh, that's true. But also, like, if Talk you, my ankles. if you don't <laughs> tie the laces tight enough, and like you got the wobbly ankles, then you're done for. Mm. Done yeah, that's for. why I don't ice skate because I would die. Well, the roller skates I had, I was a little kid, so they were Velcro, so I was fine. Yeah. <laughs> or the buckles where it goes. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. That was yeah. the kind I had. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Um, so, yes, so, uh, we see Sean coming out of the shower, and Corey is, like, in a raincoat, like, mm -hmm. having filmed him in the shower. The camera is in its own little raincoat, too. <laughs> I love the camera I thought that raincoat. was cute. Now, yeah. Will, as uh, somebody that works in the industry, have you ever seen a raincoat for your camera? I mean, yeah, those kind of things, like, exist, like... Obviously, back in the day, they would need to cover things up more than they do now. They make them specifically for oh, water. Oh, they make them waterproof now? Well, certain kinds of stuff. Yeah, when they use GoPros and stuff underwater nowadays, because yeah. those can go anywhere. But I'm sure the covers for cameras aren't, you know, bright yellow. <laughs> well, no, that was just, like, being cute. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah. I agree. It's adorable. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Then Corey's just like, oh, it's for the European version, you know? Yeah. 
Um, is this the first time? No, wait, never mind. I take it back. We saw Sean with, like, his shirt off in, like, season one. But this is, like, the first time we've seen him with his shirt off in, like, a very long time, I think. And I can't remember, Sarah. Did they do the, like, whoop, woo? Not this time around, thankfully. Thank they they yeah. finally learned their yeah. lesson that wooing at children is not really, like, <laughs> exactly. does, like a good thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there's a woman at the door. It's Wendy from 3B. And Corey is, like... Corey, what are you doing? He's like, Sean, drop the towel. Drop the towel. He wants the drama. This is the real world. The drama, the intrigue. Um, I love that Wendy is like, why is the strange boy with the camera dressed as Paddington Bear? (laughs) Um, And as soon as she hears this, the uh, student project, she's like, oh, oh, I'm an acting major. And she comes up and she's like, I have two monologues. Um, uh, Nora from A Doll's House and one that I wrote called I'm a Little Unicorn. I'm also very good at improv. Um, I I was very interested in what I'm a Little Unicorn was all about. I wish... Biggest miss of the episode that we didn't hear it. Yeah. I think. A part of me is just like I'm a Little Unicorn short and stout. Like That's what yeah. I was thinking. Like yeah. teapot. It's probably that. Long is my horn. Short is my tail. Snout. <laughs> Snout. Snout. Yeah. Yeah. When you tip me over, no. I get stuck in the ground because no. no. my horn goes no. straight down. I really hope <laughs> that Will was about as writing as was. your wand offs back in the day and not you. Partially. Some of them. Yeah, we were team. Don't make yeah. it seem like you were the most thing. of them. She on your couldn't own. even get snout when that rhymes with stout. Yeah. I liked my version better. Oh, Jessica. I'm a little unicorn. <laughs> I'm happy for you. Anyway. <laughs> you know what? It's fine. Anyway. Um, yeah, Corey wants them to kiss. Uh, and she's like, I can do love scenes. Yeah. I'm not afraid. And she's she just, very into it. Yeah. A big kiss. Yeah, mm-hmm. writes, his, writes her number on his hand. We don't do this anymore. No one ever writes their number on people's hands anymore. I mean, also, she lives, like, two doors down. Like, she could just, like, be like, oh, I'm right over there. <laughs> right, because yeah. they're, like, were there even cell phones? So what do you, you're just going to, like, ring their landline. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, yeah. And probably no caller ID. Oh, wait, did they have caller ID by then? Maybe. I think they had uh, caller ID, yeah. Probably. But it's, like, but it's right easier to now- knock on the door. Yeah. Now you don't do this anymore, though. If you want someone's number, you're like, oh, what's your number? I'll text you so that you have mine. Like, that's that's the move, I think. Unless you actually don't want to text them, then you just put it in your phone and then delete it when they leave. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm. Did you do this before? You seem no. experienced in this department. No. Okay. <laughs> Didn't delete my number. As far as you know. What? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> anyway, we're at Chubby's now. Corey, Topanga, and Sean are hanging out. And Topanga asks how things are going with Sean and Jack. Um, But Corey's like, you have to wait to see the film. It's going to show Sean's full story. Um, And then, shocking, dramatic, Jack walks in with none other than Wendy from 3B. Wow. Wow. I mean, she was looking for him already. She was. She was there originally looking for Jack. I don't know why it's such a surprise. Well, Sean's pissed because she he thought that like he had her in the bag and mm. he pulls Jack away and he's like, what are you doing? Like, you know, I was interested in Wendy. And then they like have this bit where it's just like phone number, phone number, kiss, kiss. Um, so Wendy's really getting around with the brothers. 
And um, ultimately, Sean finds out that their date was dinner and a concert, a Cheryl Crow concert. Yes, this is such a, like, throwback. Cheryl Crow, man. Yeah, yeah. My mom was a huge Cheryl Crow fan. I've been to a Cheryl Crow concert. I couldn't name one Cheryl Crow song. Um... Isn't it I'm Gonna Soak Up the Sun? Yep. Is that Cheryl Crow? Yep. I couldn't tell. I'm gonna soak up the sun. Sure. Okay. Do you know that one? Sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's correct. I could never have came up with that, though. I almost said hand in my pocket, but that is Alanis Morissette, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got one hand in my pocket. The other one's doing Giving something else. Sign. She switches yeah. it up. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, this is, and Sean is just like, I can't compete with this. Like, I don't have any money. And, like, Jack is loaded. I mean, not that it truly matters. Like, if it's not a good date and you're at a concert, then it's not a good date regardless. But, like, I see where Sean's coming from. Like, he can't even get close to that. Yeah. Like, a date night for him is like a chubbies, basically. Yeah, well, I think it's also just, like, we've seen over the seasons, Sean has difficulty dealing with money stuff, right? Like, he Mm. works for the mafia just to buy his friends Christmas presents. Like, the dude does not have a ton of money, and it makes him very insecure when others do, especially, Sarah, someone like Jack, who is his half-brother, and has, and this is basically, like, if Sean had a different life, right? Like, if Sean had gotten... Ooh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I think he sees it that way. Like, Jack could have grown up like me, poor, but instead he got this rich stepdad. Yeah, I mean, in a way, he got a little bit lucky, and they came from ultimately the same background. I mean, they lived in the same apartment for some time, which is, like, mm-hmm. very, very crazy, something that we didn't know of before. Um, and I think... But like. What I'm confused about is, like, was there a different mom? And it's just, like, Chet is the same father? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I didn't understand, yeah, like, Chet how... Chet is their half-brothers. So, all right. So, Sean wasn't around yet, then. No, because Sean is younger. So, yeah, Jack is so the they, same age as Eric. They never lived together then, they, then. They did when they... But well, how? Because the other mom would have had to be there. Right. I think it was more... I'm trying to think. You have to remember that Verna, we find out later, later, Mm -hmm. is not Sean's real mom. So maybe Jack's mom was there for a period of time. Yeah, you don't know what the situation was. Like, it could have been that, like, you know, Jack's mom left for a while without Jack and left him with Chet. Like, we don't don't know. Maybe. I mean, that certainly wouldn't be the last time that happened. Right. And so... Jack is like, let me tell Wendy, you know, she can go home and we can talk. Meanwhile, Corey is filming all of this. And and poor Mm -hmm. Topanga, like, I'm so with Topanga here. The whole time, she's just like, Corey, like, stop filming. Like, you need to be Sean's friend here. Like, not the producer of this, you know, school project. And, um, and, yeah, then we see, like, the kind of talking head interviews with Sean and Jack both kind of saying, like, you know, we don't know if this is going to work out. Um, it's gotten really difficult. And then Eric. Like, I do love Eric's storyline. This episode is just doing laundry. And he obviously sucks at it. I think that, like, uh, having to do all of your laundry at some point, like, whether it be, like, when you're in high school or even a ton of people don't even get to do their own laundry until... 
college, I it's like a tough adjustment. Like, I, how many fresh uh, college freshmen have you heard of who bring their laundry home so their parents still do it? It's a little sad. I mean, I knew how to do my laundry, but like on like a vacation or something, I would just bring it home. Yeah. And get it done there. Yeah. Because it would be more convenient. But how old were you when you learned how to do laundry? Well, I was like young. Like I knew how to do it when I had to do it for myself. Yeah, I think I, I started learning knew. when I got into, like, middle school. And it's, like, not that hard. You just put it and you pour some stuff in, you hit a button, and there you go. I mean, honestly, yeah. It depends. Like, I don't have a lot of white clothing, so I don't often have yeah, to separate, like, whites and darks. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's a scam. Well, it does darken I, up the white clothes. I still separated them. Keep them separated. Yeah. Like the song says. My life is fine mm. without separating my clothes. I've never really <laughs> done it. Nothing's. I mean, like sweaters I keep together, jeans I keep together, towels I keep together. But the mm. darks and the lights, I, I'm pretty sure it's a scam. I mean, as long as you're not using hot water, I think you're okay. Right. Yeah. The trick is to wash everything on the delicate mode. That's the trick. Oh, okay. Um, so you don't mess up anything. All right. Well, this is a call, like talk with uh, people in their early thirties. So there you go. We talked about laundry. Um, How embarrassing! I know. Will. Okay. You can leave now. I know. You're officially kicked off the podcast. Bye. See you later. I know. (sighs) Anyway, so. Amy's watching Corey's film, and she's just like, oh, no, Eric, you're not doing laundry properly. And then Morgan, with the weirdest storyline of the episode, yeah. walks in with freaking Larry, who she's hired to be the new Eric. I love like this. friend's brother? Yeah, my... Who is this creep? He's Larry! He's hanging out with her? Like, how is she paying him? What's she paying him in? I don't know. Um, what is it called? Allowance. Why does he want to do this? Because there's nothing else to do. And he tried stealing your stuffed animal. He's a psycho. Yeah. He's a creep. I was all in on this plan until he stole the stuffed I animal. I hate this guy. <laughs> I like it. I, and oh. also, um, I like how Amy is like, this is ridiculous. And like, Alan is like, does he play basketball? It's yeah. so stupid. I think what we're learning over time is that Season one, Alan is the best father we're going to get on the show. And as time goes on, Alan becomes less and less fatherly. (laughs) He's just Eric's best friend in the universe. Mm. Yes. Besides Feeny and Jack. Is Feeny the best father, even though he's not a father? Yes. He's more of a mentor, I guess. Yeah, but still. I heard that people Um, who have mentors don't think for themselves. Says. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Um, and then we see Eric walking in in like his shrunken clothes, and he's like, Oh, mom, I need more clothes, by the way. Yeah, it looks mm. like um, you do. Yeah. The only part I liked with the other Eric was like when Eric walked in and he was like, Who are you? Eric. And we're like, Who are you? Oh, me too. I'm Eric. Yeah. That's Welcome. it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's, he doesn't ask any other questions. Like, he doesn't need to know. He's like, Oh, he's nice. Yeah. Great name. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and then he's like, why can't Sean and, and Jack get along? And Corey's like, oh, gotta go. Takes his camera and leaves. It's like, Corey, you should be there for your friend, not there to film. He's yeah. getting, like, very selfish in all of this. He's, yeah, he's uh, not, like, taking a his... A true 
Now, are we questioning whether or not Corey is actually a Leo? Because I feel like a Leo would want to be in front of the camera, not behind it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, he has total control of the project. That's more of a Virgo thing or Capricorn thing, honestly, to need control. He's the narrator. That's fair. He is the narrator. Yeah. Um... So, back at the apartment, Topanga and Corey arrive, and Topanga, before they go in, is like, listen, Corey, like, your friend is in trouble, like, you need to, like, be aware of that instead of filming everything, and he obviously doesn't listen, mm-hmm. and Jack ended up buying Sean concert tickets, and do we, like, Sarah, do you like this as a move from Jack to just buy Sean tickets. I think that he should have bought tickets for them to like go together to a concert. Like, I don't think that I don't like, I think that it's a little like out of touch to buy concert tickets for Sean to go on a date with. I thought that that was uh, like a little, a little like well-intentioned, but definitely out of touch. Um, It just comes off as pity rather than like loving. Yeah. Yeah. And because I don't even know that Sean, truly knows the money situation with jack like we find out jack does have student loans um and but it it turns into this whole argument of you know sean thinking jack thinks chet's not good enough he's like what do you have against your real father and jack says listen like i don't even know him like i grew up with my stepdad he's my father and it's just like and so then they get into this whole argument of like well i can't have feelings for someone i don't know and then they kind of just turn that around on each other um, and, uh, Topanga's, like, upset with Corey, because he's just been filming this whole time. Yeah, it's wildly um, inappropriate to yeah. be filming your best friend who is going through something, like, really real and dramatic, and he yeah. he's not even yep. thinking about that. No, these aren't strangers. Like, this is your best friend. And I think, like, even if you're going to film them, take a moment after you film to turn Mm -hmm. off the camera and say, hey, Sean, like, I know that was a lot. Like, how are you? Like, how is everything going? Are you sure that it's okay that I'm filming this? Yeah, I'm here for you. You know, and instead he says something about, like, oh, it's like a guy making a film about Africa. Let nature take its course. It's like, Corey, that is so different than what this is right now. Well, yeah, that's, like, how... On shows like The Real World and like other reality shows, they need psychiatrists and stuff for stuff like this. Right. People aren't animals. They need yeah. to be okay <laughs> at yeah. the end of it all. Yeah, there should be a lot of check ins. Yep. But that mm. is not how Corey is handling things, unfortunately. Um, meanwhile, Feeney is like, listen, you can't just hire an Eric. <laughs> and Morgan's like, but my dad plays basketball with him. Um, and she wants to give, and so they're right, so then Feeney wants to give, um, the fake Eric advice, and he's just like, run! Run like the wind! hmm This is very funny. Yeah, Feeney's my favorite character. Of all time, on the whole show? Yeah. Even right now? Yeah. Okay. I mean, Feeney's mm-hmm. great. Feeney is great, I'm not... Yeah, what's your problem with Feeney? I don't have a problem with Feeney, I'm just saying he's not, like, as mm. involved as he becomes in the future, I don't think. Even better. Okay. I think he's as involved as he ever was and never will be, really. Well, we're still in the midst of, like, the Eric Feeney um, BFF situation. Yeah. Like, it's still it's still growing. Yeah, we're in the middle of it. He's yelling the Feeney. Yeah, he's getting there. He's yeah. getting there with the Feeney call. It already started. Well, he says he has Feeney. He doesn't do the Feeney yet. Not yet, no. Yeah. Um, so, Corey approaches Feeney. 
And um, immediately Feeny's like, don't mock my garden. It's like, all right, Feeny, jeez. In the gardening smog, don't mock my garden. If you have, I know you well enough. Like, I know you have a problem and you're here. And Corey wants um, to know if he meant it when he said that he is an excellent filmmaker. And Feeny says that he has potential. Um and he says it's got passion, it's got conflict that makes a good film. But Topanga doesn't understand that the guy behind the camera has to stay behind the camera and not get emotionally involved. Um, and Feeney says, um, no matter how your film turns out, you have potential of being a sensitive and caring filmmaker if you choose, because you're a sensitive and caring young person. Um, yeah. Feeney knows how to cut to into Corey's, like, heart. You know what I mean? Like, he knows what to say. Yeah. And I think Feeney is a smart dude, and he knows what's going on. Like, he knows, yeah. like... He knows at the end of the day that his friendship with Sean is more important than the video. Yeah. And he's not going to, like, make him sacrifice that for a stupid project. Yeah. And he goes, I'm, I'm interested to see how the story turns out. And Corey's like, oh, you mean film? And he's like, yeah, sure, the film. Mm-hmm. But he really means their friendship. Yeah, I think that's why he likes it so much. They're working through like problems, like even if the video isn't like up to the class of like whatever he was saying earlier. Yeah, it was like the Thanksgiving episode where that was like Sean's essay. It's like, okay, is this going to mm-hmm. win any awards? No, but like he tried. He put in an effort. Yeah, and he cares about it. Put in a lot of emotion to that. Yeah. Um. We're back at the apartment, and we see Eric and a girl are dancing, and Jack is dancing with Wendy, but he looks just so like depressed. I loved yeah. this. I thought this was yeah. so cute. Just two dates dancing mm-hmm. to some boppy music. Yeah. Yeah. I loved Eric in this scene. Yeah. Jack's like, oh, I want to call her night. And they're like, it's 7 p.m. Yeah, the day Eric Matthews calls her night at 7 p.m. Yeah. And lock it up. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Wendy's like, should I do a comedic monologue? All right, good night. Please, Wendy. Good night. That's all I want to hear is Wendy's comedic monologue. You need monologue. some sleep so you can do that monologue another day. <laughs> I'm a little Wendy. Sure all right, good night. good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Yeah, well, cut her off. Cut her off. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and, yeah, so Jack says he wants to get to know Sean, um, but maybe, like, the whole brother thing isn't going to work out. Um, and then Eric tells a story that is, like, so just meandering and ridiculous about how, like, they went to a Philly game and he bought two hot dogs. One was supposed to be for Corey, but he ate them both. And Corey cried. And so then he went around collecting money to eventually buy Corey a hot dog. Um, and he says, you know, I did the right thing. I was a good older brother. And then Corey got hit in the face with a foul ball. Hmm. Did he at least get the foul ball? Probably I not. Mean, if it hit say, him in the face, I'd hope so. I would so. hope so, yeah. Will, what's I mean, the like market value of a... Yeah, it is. Okay. Oh, my God. Will, what's the market <laughs> value of a um, a hot dog these days at the baseball game? Uh, I mean, at a baseball game, you're talking like five bucks. For one, For one hot, hot dog? dog not even like, a foot long? Like four to five bucks. They, I mean, yeah. That's trash. Back That's in the day, it would have cost you a dollar. This is yeah. a crock of crap. Is this all dependent on which stadium it is, too? Yeah, things are different in different places, obviously. How expensive are Mets hot dogs versus other places? I mean, maybe not as expensive as Yankee stuff. A Yankee hot dog is Yankee. more expensive than a Mets hot dog? That's because it's a pretentious hot dog. And exactly. And it, it, it can't have facial hair. <laughs> it's not allowed. Only a mustache. 
Let the William let must, the, they can have mustaches. Yeah, that's it. Then what is the deal with this rule? I don't understand. If you're because gonna make it official, they, they're supposed like they're supposed to be like like clean shaven, preppy. Like mm. that's what they're supposed to be. It's a tradition. Lame. That is lame. lame. It's very lame. Yes. I remember there was a guy who like was on like the Red Sox, and then he went to the Yankees, or maybe it was the yeah. other way around. No. He, yeah, he, he had was to shave. Like, he looked like a caveman, and then he looked. He did look like clean shaven. Let them live. Let them live. Are you saying to the Yankees, let them live? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, and let them... Let them grow their facial hair out. Yeah. No, no, it's no, done. no. I'm saying let the let the Yankees have their traditions. No. Yes. <laughs> Will says no. It's dumb. It is dumb. I agree. Let them have... Like, everyone knows that a beard makes someone, like, 70% hotter. Thank you. Yeah, how many more Yankees get action than Mets? That's the question. I mean... It- Depends on the player. Yeah, that's what. What that's is the what what um position of player gets the most action? Do you think? I uh, like a shortstop versus a I pitcher just think, versus a. I mean, no? it depends on the personality of the person. Oh. Like, it doesn't really matter. I thought there is there like a sexy baseball position. No, I mean, the ones who are usually more fit are like. The shortstops are... Because they have to run all over the place? Well, yeah. If you're playing, like, first base, it's usually, like, a bigger guy or something. You're a bigger guy if you play first base? Well, yeah. You don't have to move around as much, so you don't have to be as agile and, like, all over the place. Interesting. I bet you that the catcher has really, really in-shape thighs. Sure. From crouching? Like, squats? I mean, yeah. I mean, if that's what you're looking for. There you go. This has been Will's (laughs) Sports Corner. Okay. You're welcome, everybody. I think it was more yours. <laughs> I was asking the questions. I was interviewing you about sports. Did you not have a good time with that? Mm. That's a no. <laughs> Anywho. Um, I don't even know where we were. Right, so there was the whole hot dog story. And then we go to outside. Speaking of balls, Sean's bouncing a ball outside like he's 10 years old. This is kind of strange. I feel like nowadays you'd never see someone doing this. They'd just be on their cell phone. Mm. I mean, kids play sports. Yeah, but, but he was just standing outside of a, like a house or an apartment or whatever. Yeah, he was just sad. He's sad, Sean, as always. Yeah. Um, documentary Man is here. Corey uh, says, oh, I haven't been here since you moved to the trailer park. It's their old apartment. And um, Sean is like, come on, film me. I have something to say. And uh, he says that he was seven years old when his dad told him he had a brother. He wondered what he looked like if he knew about me. And so when I was 10, I wrote him a letter. I didn't get an answer. I must have sent Mm. him 15 letters, and I never heard back. He didn't want anything to do with me. Like, you totally can see how Sean would be really upset if this is his mindset. Like, if this is what he thinks was the case. Right. You know? Right. So it makes sense why he was so upset with Jack when he first saw him and why it's been harder for him to for them to have that connection and jack comes in he's like i never got the letters i never got them um my mom must have thrown them out without showing them to me and it's like okay mrs uh jack's mom like why would you do that it's harmless like it's his brother it's not even just his dad who like i still think a dad has a right to like send his son a letter but like whatever i understand maybe if they ended poorly and she didn't want him to have any connection to him but it's his little brother like he's 10 years old what harm could he do yeah it's just mean it is um and 
and Sean says, no, you're ashamed of me. You always have been. And Sean tells Corey not to get in the middle of it. Um, but Corey says, like, I didn't realize what was going on. Like, this is too personal now. Like, this is your life. Like, I'd like for you to have a happy ending. Like, it doesn't need to end in a sad way. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and Jack says that if he had known that Sean wanted to see him, he would have gotten on a bus and come to see you. And it was so sweet. Like, they both just say, like, I always wanted a brother. And then they, like, hug. Like, this was such a nice Aww. moment between them. And I think we needed this yeah. episode. Because if they would have just been close... Without any, like, background information, I feel like it would have been unbelievable. It would have been cheap. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of this scene? You don't have any brothers, but... Uh, No, but I thought that was, like, the best scene of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, where, like, Jack, like, can actually show that he does care. And, like... Yeah, he clears mm -hmm. the the record. They have a clean slate they can start building off of. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we have, like, I love um, Jack calling Sean a pig, and he's just, like, so excited about it. My brother called me a pig. Yeah, he's, like, so happy. He's like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we get the end scene with Eric doing laundry, mm-hmm. and this is so stupid. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, he's just like, look at them. They go round and round. They don't even know what they're missing. Uh, and Morgan says that Larry was not very good at being Eric. Um, and then we find out that he stole Morgan's bunny rabbit and Larry's a little sicko. Yeah. <laughs> what was he going to do with that? Oh, Who knows? He's a sicko. You don't need to know. Um, my favorite thing about this end segment is when Feeney <laughs> talks to the camera and is like, yeah, like, I'm really thinking about moving away now. He's like, I thought that when the kids were going to get older, it would quiet down, but it's it's not getting better. Feeney loves it. Come on, Feeney. You love to be loved. Like, he loves to be needed. Yeah. He loves the drama. He does love the tea. He. Yeah. That's why he bugs everybody's houses. That's why he stands in the backyard gardening all day. <laughs> he's not really gardening. <laughs> no, he's gardening. It's just an excuse. Just to moving hear dirt around with a little the shovel. Only, yeah, the only yeah, reason he, he got into gardening. Yeah, was he so wants he that slide. dirt. <gasps> oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I love yeah. it. It's amazing. Um, overall, I liked this episode. I feel like it fit well here as the second episode of the season to get diver mm-hmm. dive deeper into Jack, especially Jack and Sean's relationship. I think yeah. is a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. I think this was the first time we ever saw Morgan talk to Feeney, like at the fence, even though it wasn't for her, it was for fake Eric. For this Morgan, yes, we've seen yeah. the other Morgan. Yeah? Oh. The first Morgan. Yeah, yeah but, I think. Yeah, but I think, like, yeah, you're right, and this is the first time Morgan has really had any storyline in a good long while, I think, as well. I mean, if you consider yeah. that a storyline, yeah. It's kind something. Of. yeah. It's like a C storyline or a D storyline. It's, like, so far yeah. removed. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I thought this was a good episode. I enjoyed it. Sarah, yeah. what about you? I thought it was good. I, it's kind of like this w- is more fitting to be called brothers than like the first episode. Like yeah, I feel like fair. this is yeah. truly like what like having a sibling is all about is, you know, discovering that like to love the person as like a person and not because they're just like related to you or their family and accepting them Mm -hmm. for who they are and getting a better understanding like i think that it showed like a very interesting um development into their siblingship um yes that's true yeah um, all right, well, we're going to get into the second episode here, Season 5, Episode 3. But first, we are going to take a quick moment for our sponsors. We will be right back. Thank you, sponsors. 
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. And we're back. Uh, All right, let's get into uh, It's Not You, It's Me. Such a classic line for them Mm -hmm. to have as the title here. Um, Of course, it's meaning Sean and Corey, not... Yeah. Corey and Topanga, because obviously, obviously, the real romance mm-hmm. of the whole show. Um, yeah. We're in Feeney's classroom, and we find out next Friday is going to be college recruitment day. So school's Ooh. like at UFC. UFC. USC. <laughs> you got you got the little. Is it UFC like a fighting thing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> USC, my love. University USC. of Southern California, NYU. Yeah, I don't know why they're there, though, being like... Southern California? Yeah. And people want to get out of the cold. Random city it's, in Philadelphia. Yeah. And Rutgers. Are you? Yes. You guys like Rutgers? Uh, I don't know I mean, anything about Rutgers. It at least makes sense, since it's in New York. It's in New Jersey. Or Jersey, whatever. Yeah. It's in the... Area. Area. Yeah, that's... <laughs> General vicinity. That's, Whatever. That's one of uh, Jersey's, like, most well-respected big schools that people mm-hmm. go to around here. Yeah. They have a big sports program. Yes. Well, they do. My dad yeah. worked for the Rutgers basketball. Mm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how I know of that school is just because oh. it's sports. I only know about it because it's because uh, the show Yellow Jackets that I've been covering on Poster Recaps. One of the characters was supposed to go to Rutgers. Oh, actually, and they all grew mm. up in Jersey, so, so that makes perfect that sense. Makes that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so yes, so apparently Corey has an in- interview with Sanford, like you were saying last episode, Sarah. How? Um, and Sean is super upset because mm-hmm. he had promised Sean that they would go to the same college. And Sean's like, you know what? I also want to go to Vermont and watch the least change. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so uh, cute and is a thing people do. Yes. Very much a thing people do. I think that's cute. I mean, a yeah. trip to Vermont's very romantic. A boys trip. I love, I mean, we say, I've said it a million times on this podcast, but like, I love Corey and Sean's relationship and the fact that mm-hmm. they are so like loving towards one another and like yeah. talk about their emotions like openly. I, I absolutely love it. They want to be around each other. Aww. They want to experience things together. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I think that it's like very common to see like a sisterhood between two mm. friends like this, but like these two are like brothers. Like they yeah. are best friends in the world. Yeah. And I love watching their friendship grow, even if it's a lot of revisionist history in this episode. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so yeah. much. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. The llama pit. Yeah, the, the llama pit. <laughs> oh so, um, yeah, yeah, so it's like, um, Sean's like, you know I can never get into Stanford. And it's like, Corey, you know you can't get into Stanford either, dude. Like, what are you even doing? You're wasting 50 yeah. bucks for your application applying to Stanford. What a joke. But he's yeah. also applying to Wisconsin and Penn. Penn is also, mm. well, I'm assuming that they meant um, uh, Penn Isn't State. Penn State but and then yeah. University of Pennsylvania. Different. It could have been University yeah. of Pennsylvania. No, no, no. no. University of Pennsylvania is Which fucking one? hard to get into. Oh, I'm, I was thinking the opposite. Mm. Whatever um, the one Penn that's easier State, to get into. It's okay. still kind of mm. hard to get into, but it's a big party school, and it's a—I think it's yeah. a big—it's a Big Ten or a Big Twelve school. I don't remember uh, one of them. I forget one of them. One of so them. So many of them have switched. So but, yeah. Uh, yeah, they switch around a lot. You're right. So um, maybe he can get into Penn State. Maybe I don't know, but uh, and I don't know about what's the college Wisconsin. that. What's the name of the college that Eric is at right now? Um, uh, Penbrook? Penbrook. Penbrook. You're right. That's it. Yeah. Because that's ultimately, spoiler alert, where they end up going. Well, yeah. that's where but, everybody in the galaxy goes. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so Sean's just like, well, obviously you're going to go there. You're going to make new friends. And you know what? Like, I'm not always going to be here. I'm going to go find my own friends. Mm-hmm. And Sean is being very dramatic. I love mm-hmm. him in this episode. He's being such a little drama queen. It is, he's such a water yeah. sign in this episode. It's absolutely ridiculous. Doesn't he even say he's like, I'm going to go look out the window and be sad. My little Scorpio baby. I just love you so yeah. much. Sarah has said on a, mm-hmm. on a Dawson's Creek episode that like some of like one of her favorite things is like sitting in a car, looking out the window, crying. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Like, I love it. So dramatic. It's, it is dramatic. <laughs> I, I love it. it. I, I, I love it. I've <sighs> done it an ungodly amount of times. Uh, I've done it. <laughs> you've done it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Will. Mm. You and <laughs> I, we are just, like just mm. two peas in a pod sometimes. Mm. Um, when I'm at my terrible job on my break, I'll just go to my car <laughs> and look out the window. <laughs> Will, it's too real. It's too I'll just hold a cup of coffee and it just, look out the window. It, it reminds me of the episode of Friends where Joey and Chandler aren't living together. And oh, Joey yeah. has that like thing. Oh, the that rain makes, thing. Yeah, it makes it look like he's looking out a rainy win- window. But it's really just like this glass thing with water dripping yeah. down Waterfall? it. We need, to, we need to get Sarah one of those. Yeah. So that when she's sad, she could just look at it. Mm-hmm. I used to, my, my, the house that I grew up in, we had like a little waterfall thing. Mm-hmm. It was very, yeah. Did you stare at it and cry? Probably. Probably. <laughs> mm. yeah. There's a lot of crying in that house. Um, yeah. Well, uh, so, yeah. So, Corey is like, it doesn't have to be, like, all the schools on my list. Like, what are some schools in your list? And he's like, I never needed a list because my list was your list. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's so our list. It's our list. So, yeah. they He is going to go find new friends and Corey mm-hmm. doesn't like this. It is very, um, very sad. And then he goes, Sean, but what about Vermont? I put down a deposit. <laughs> I love this so much. Yeah. 
Um, and, uh, yeah, and so then we find out that, like, Sean is gonna pay a Skywriter to write Corey, I Hate You, in the sky. Mm. Um, and Topanga's like, oh, like, what's, what's going on? Um, and Corey's like, oh, nothing, nothing. But then they go into the classroom, and some dude named Andy is in Corey's seat. How and he's rude. Just like, that yeah. is very rude. Yes, and he's just like, oh, this is my new friend. It's not you, it's me. I need my space. And so then Corey's like, Sean has a new best friend, Topanga. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? Two can play at this game. So Corey approaches poor Lionel. I feel yeah. so bad for Lionel this episode. He seems totally down for it. I know, but like he's only being uh, like approached because as like a, a revenge plot. I mean, he seemed like he really wanted a friend. Lionel so, is like, so sweet. Lionel, get, Lionel gives me Immediately vibes. offers the grapes. He does. Oh my yeah. God. Sharing And we know other how much Corey loves grapes. grapes. Yeah. When, I'm surprised that Lionel didn't mm-hmm. feed them to him. You know? Oh, that would be a little bit too much, I <laughs> yeah, think. Yeah, that would be too far. And too far. Corey takes the whole thing of grapes. That's a bit rude. Was it all of his grapes? Or yes! Corey loves he grapes. Like, the thing. Oh, wow. He keeps them on his bed normally. Yeah, he mm. loves grapes. Um, one time in elementary school, something similar happened to me where one of my friends said that we weren't jiving anymore and that she needed some space. <laughs> And she used the word jiving. Oh my god, did you say, fuck you, bitch, where did you come from, the 1920s? Get out of my face. No, I looked out a window and mm. cried. <laughs> the difference sense. between a water sign and a fire sign. Mm. Just like, go fuck yourself, I never want to see you again. And then you're out, and then that's it. And then you win. Yeah. Meanwhile, we have Jack. <laughs> In my mind, that's how I win. Okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> we have Jack and Eric, and they have to write their first college paper ever, and they are scared to do it, and they discover that they want to ask for an extension. Jack has a laptop, and we're trying to like live in a world where he's not a rich bitch, and he has a laptop. Now I have issues again with this. Yeah, this is yeah. a BFD. Like, Eric's writing out his fucking essay, and Jack's mm-hmm. like, look at my fancy fucking laptop, bitch. Yeah, this is, like, late 90s. That isn't, like, a very yeah. common thing. And he talks about, like, oh, I'm writing a paper on going to China, working with paleontologists. Like, you're yeah. not helping to people to convince them that you're not rich. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a laptop. It's for your lap. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, it is. Um, Why doesn't Jack get like Cornell or something? It seems like he's got all the connections he and everything, and he's getting A's. Like he got an A. He did. Doesn't mean they he want got... him to teach now. Well, maybe he wanted to stay close to his brother. I don't know, but like also, you would think that he said that he has to pay off student loans. Like my answer mm. to that would be like maybe he got a full ride, but now he's paying off student loans. Oh, got it. Mate, no, I don't know. Mm. There's a lot. He of... might have gotten like some scholarship, but just not enough for a full ride. Like that's possible. Mm. <sighs> maybe he he's uh took out student loans to pay for no like never mind it's stuff. not student housing i don't know mm-hmm. whatever but i love he's uh, just Feeny. terrible at science he failed science and he that's why been. he has to go to a different school um i love eric being like you got pictures no you got nothing mm. that you need pictures but he's apparently he didn't even go his sister went she's 10 um, and so Eric's like, you know what? I got this. We have to be friends with the Dean. So that is their plan for this episode. Which Dean isn't even the cool Dean that we know and love. It's some random dude. Yeah, it's the guy from Breakfast Club. I know. But, like, what the hell? Um, 
At back, least cool, Dean. Back at the Matthews house at 6 p.m., Corey's in his pajamas eating ice cream, and Morgan immediately calls him out, and she's just like, Sean dumped you, didn't he? Um, and, and then it's like, oh, Lionel mm. called. Uh, Sean was at Pink's with a couple of college guys. Pink's was not your place, Corey. Chubby's is your fucking place. That's the well, issue. Now Sean got a new place with his new oh friends. Oh, my God. What yeah. is Pink's? Where is I Pink's? I think it's a place in Philly. I think it's a real place. Oh, wait. Do they sell Philadelphia cheesesteaks? Because I think I've heard of it, actually. Uh, it's either that or hot dogs. Okay, okay. Is Philadelphia known for its hot dogs? I mean, I think... I can't remember what this restaurant Oh, like a sells. Philly footlong. That sounds like it's a thing. I mean, sure. Okay. But if it's spell, not, work on it, Philadelphia. But they spell it with a PH. Yes! Get on that, Philadelphia. Don't take our idea, though. You they owe us money. probably already do it. They owe us money now. I think... I mean, I've heard the, this name of a place. I don't know if it's in Philly or whatever. That but, does this? No, the... Oh, Pinks? Pinks, oh, yeah. We were still on topic? Okay. Yeah, I was trying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, hold on. Um, Pinks hot dogs... Yeah. Uh, they sell burgers and chili dogs since 1939. Go. It's in Philly. Well, there's one in Philadelphia at the King of Prussia Mall. Um, yep. but I think it originated in Hollywood. Yeah. Whatever. Didn't we go to the King of Prussia Mall? I think so. We did. We stopped at the King of Prussia Mall. Yeah, you needed shoes or something. I did. I needed shoes. There you go. What an anecdote. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, so Corey says he's going to go watch Lifetime movies and have a good cry. Um, and Alan is a misogynistic asshole here. He's just like, we're sure he still likes girls, right? And it's like, you know what, Alan? People have emotions and need to express them. Yeah. They do. It's just crappy 90s comedy. First of a few comments like it that. Is. Yeah, Alan is has a lot of the, that type of stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um. So back at the school, we have Eric saying they need to be friends with Dean. Everything's going to be fine. Um, And so they, like, bow to the Dean. And he's like, I want to establish a mentor-mentee relationship. I had one with my other principal, Mr. Feeney. Um, And this guy is, like, kind of a dick. I mean, very much so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he says that he never has ever given anybody an extension on a paper. He thinks people that have mentors don't have their own thoughts. Um, And he's kind of just like a big douche. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's just like, every student is lined up to kiss my butt. It's like, all right, bro, like they're asking for help and you're being an asshole. Yeah, they even brought him a babka. (laughs) Who doesn't want a babka? What is it? Is that a dessert? It's like a Greek uh, dessert that has like some sort of filling in it with like a uh, flaky pastry. Oh, mm-hmm. sounds delicious. Yeah. Yum. Um, mm. So back at Chubby's, Corey and Lionel are sitting across from Topanga and he doesn't want to talk about Sean at all. Um, but uh, Topanga has something to tell Corey. Um, she's like, you have your choice of schools to go to. Sean is just afraid of you leaving him behind. Um, so you need to talk with him. And then yeah. Sean walks in with, like, three lookalikes. Like, they all are wearing leather jackets. Like, they mm-hmm. had to, This is so on purpose and absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. What do you think of their outfits, Will? In, back in your day, did leather jackets mean they were bad business? Back in my day? Back. What are you talking about? <laughs> this guy. Mm. Back in our day. Hmm. 
Leather I mean, jackets meant bad boys. Will's young and fresh. Sure. Don't don't bother yeah, him with this. I'm in my twenties. Young Do you want to die live on the podcast because we can make it happen. Scary. Mm. I mean, this comes out after the fact, so it would be <sighs> evidence tape for them. I'll just cut out the evidence. Oh no, oh, she's the, she is the one that edits Never. the podcast. I do it the podcast. That's, that's true. true. I know. Um, but I mean, leather jackets. That's just like the cool dude. That's like going back to like Fonzie or whatever. Then yeah. They, they, Sean's the cool dude, so he's yeah. got other cool dudes now. Or leather like jackets. yeah. Or um like, uh, Harvey, whatever his Harvey. name is. Harvey. Yeah, Harvey Kiner. Harvey Kiner and Griff. Yeah. The greaser kind yeah. of guy. Yeah, so the, that's the uh, that's the the type of people. Um, yeah, I see little Sean back in the day as a leather jacket. He too. does. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, always had the leather jacket. Always. He was always cool. He was always since trouble. day one. Uh, yeah. I I like how Corey's like I have new friends too. It's Lionel. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's so stupid he gives me grapes yeah um and they get into this big fight they like throw water on each other and sean says you know mm-hmm. what they're you're we're different you're ca- ch- college i'm townie let's end our friendship right here and now no it's like very sad very they're on a break they are on a break very um, very mm. yeah uh, and uh cory and lionel go to their apartment and lionel poor lionel why do i have to be here He's, but he's like prepared to take a punch for Corey. Yeah, he's sweet, a, sweet Lionel. Lionel's a good guy. Yeah, I like how we'll um, miss him when we never see him again. <laughs> yeah, well, we will never <laughs> see Lionel again. Poor Lionel. Probably. Um, <clears throat> Corey goes to pick up his stuff. Uh, he doesn't think that's going to be out, but it's in a huge box. It's this is like so so bad. This is like such a big fight. Um, and then we, what, what now? Yeah, so Sean is throwing this, like, big party. Oh, the party. Um, I forgot about the party. Yeah, they're pounding cokes and telling stories. Oh, yeah, cokes. No emotional quote, unquote, attachment. Cokes. Nobody gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, he's like, have a nice whatever. And, um, and, uh, yeah, it's just, like, a whole big, it's. It's a big argument. But then, of course, like, Corey's in the elevator waiting, and Sean tells Lionel, never eat cakes in Paramus. That's ours. Oh, I loved that. Yeah, you loved a Paramus shout-out. Yeah, okay. So, like, apparently they used to go to the Paramus Mall, which I only assume is, it has to be either Paramus Park Mall or it could be the Garden State Plaza Mall. Um, not quite sure. I'm guessing it's the Primus Park Mall. And they had cakes there. And I've pr- I've definitely had cake in Paramus. I thought that that was a very enjoyable joke for someone that grew up right next to Paramus. Yeah, they mm-hmm. uh, they knew you were going to be watching this yeah. uh, 15 years later. Yeah, I was smitten about that. I wonder how they got to Paramus. I wonder where they had their oh. cake. I have a lot of questions about this one particular segment, but I do Is there like... good cake in Paramus? I mean, there's plenty of cake in Paramus. It's uh, right. it's there's like three malls in Paramus. Paramus is the place to be. I've been trying All to right. get Jess there to go, go to Paramus for a while. I want to go get shopping there. It's the place to be. Get some cake. Get some yeah. cake in Paramus. Um, yeah, that's our thing. Um, <laughs> well, then we're, we're not allowed to go because that's your and Sarah's. Yeah, it's yeah. mine, Sarah's. Yeah, you're not allowed. Right. We'll yeah, exactly. never have cake in Paramus. I gotta find. Yeah, you're the Lionel. Okay. Lionel's great. Why do I have to be Lionel? Because you're not allowed to have cake in Paramus. Mm. <laughs> Who do you want to be? 
Will. Uh, yeah. He just there wants isn't to, a Will. He just wants to be himself. Fine. Anyway, back at the stupid dean's office, uh, or at his house, Eric and Jack are waiting outside. They have the babka, um, and Jack is like, oh, I can, you know, I can write the paper, um, but they want an extension, and the freaking dean has a Doberman he, like, sicks on them, like a oh, jerk. Dobermans are kind of scary. I mean, there, again, I stand by the fact that there's no bad breed of dog. It's all in how you raise them. They were raised to be guard dogs. Like, they were bred to be guard dogs. Mm -hmm. But it's still, like, that's a huge liability concern, sir. Like, first of all, I don't think he has homeowner's insurance because most places won't cover Dobermans because of the breed. And also, Mm. like, you shouldn't be sicking your dog on anybody. It's their faces. Like, they're, like, they look so judgy with their, like, tiny little skinny ears. That's that's fair. They do look judgy. Um, Yeah, very rude. But then, of course, Eric has nowhere else to turn to but Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney! Mr. Feeney! (laughs) So good. (laughs) And Feeney comes out and he's like, what the fuck, dude? I expected this. Today, tomorrow, yesterday. Yeah. Um, and Jack is afraid. Poor little Jack. He has no idea. He's like, who is this lunatic I agreed to be my roommate? Yeah. Um, and he's like, we have to hand in our first paper. We're so afraid. Um, and Feeney's, he finds out it's an open assignment and you go write about whatever you want. And so Feeney tells them, write about something personal. Um, perhaps the anxiety you're feeling. Um, and Feeney's, and Eric's like, look at Feeney and Eric back together, just like the old days. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know why they're having so much trouble with this essay if they could write about literally anything. Sometimes open-ended ones are really hard, though. Sometimes getting parameters makes things easier. I mean, I guess. Like, I don't know. Those kind of essays always seemed like the easiest ones, at least to me. You just make up whatever you want. Like, tell a story that happened to you. You could lie about going to Africa and finding fossils. I mean, sure. Yeah. If you could tell it in a way that's believable. <laughs> Fair enough. So Feeney is legendary as always, and he continues to be legendary in the next scene when Topanga sets up Corey and Sean to meet in Feeney's office. Oh my gosh, yeah, Topanga! To sting. Yeah. Yeah, we get another <gasps> Topanga in yeah. the books, which we love. Um, and she's like, you're not going to listen to me. You won't listen to each other. Listen to Mr. Feeney. And, um, and Feeney's like, what? I have nothing to say. And Topanga's like, shame on you. Shame on you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm with Feeney, though. He's like, I show up. I teach. Why isn't that enough for you people? I have to be bombarded at my house at all hours of the night. I can't get a decent night's sleep. I can't garden in peace. (laughs) And, like, here, like... Nothing even really happens with Feeney other, like, they go into the flashback, and that's what, like, reminds them of Oh, he whatever. does nothing. Yeah. yeah. He, t- he, he He's really does He's just there. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, Corey and Sean are just, like, looking up, like, into the d- opposite direction, like, remembering their flashback, and, like, Feeney's like, am I done here? Like, can I go inside? Yeah. Can you leave, please? Yeah. Can you leave the freaking office? Yeah, so we, their flashback is so ridiculous. They're at a zoo, and, mm-hmm. um... Sean invites Corey for lunch, but Corey says he shouldn't have lunch with Sean because he lives in a trailer park. Um, Corey then pretends to be a llama. Hey, look, Topanga, I'm a llama. And Topanga's like, Corey, I told you not to play by the llamas. And he falls in. 
And Sean jumps in and does literally nothing besides get, offer him a hand to help him up. And mm-hmm. then... This three-foot wall. Yes, tiny, tiny wall. And then Topanga's like, I'm Topanga. And he goes, the wife. And it's like, no, they weren't together. Stop trying to rewrite history, Boy Meets World. We yeah. know better. Why does he have glasses? He never wears glasses. <laughs> yeah, it's like, are you telling me that Corey's been wearing contact lenses since, like... Yeah, every day. 11 years old? I don't think so. Yeah. Well, the best part is that, like, they dress them so, like, stereotypically, right? So, like, Sean Ugh. is in, like, a leather jacket and, like, these combat boots. And young Corey looks like the dorkiest of all dorks. But and also Sean they have... so much bigger than them. They have yeah. evidence of, like, how they dressed... In the first season. So it's like, just slap him in like some color blocking shirts and like, I don't know, a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so ridiculous. And of course, Sean says, "Uh, promise me when we grow up, you won't go to college and leave. Very specific (laughs) request. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Oh my God. And so then we come back. My guy saved them from the vicious llamas the llamas are so dangerous they'll spit yeah. at you oh my gosh no imagine those philly llamas you never know what they're at <laughs> <laughs> so we come back from the flashback and they're hugging um and uh, sean's like you know what go wherever you want and sean says I, of course says i should have remembered how sensitive you can be um and sean's like i'm gonna try harder in school so we could go to college together and Topanga's like, you know what? We have to expect we're going to be separated. She's the one who's the most logical in all of this. She says we should make our senior year, like, the best year possible because we might get separated. And we find out Topanga applied to the University of Miami. <gasps> I mean, How dare Topanga's she? Topanga's going to apply to a few different places that, like, they She's the smartest of them. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to go through this whole storyline again with Corey, but he's on the other end. Yeah, with, probably. Like, Topanga wanting to leave him and, like, go to... Yale or As whatever. she should. She's the smartest. Yeah. Don't limit yourself to So, Pena. like, I don't know how Corey doesn't learn his lesson here. Can I tell you? selfish later on. Can I tell you guys something? Yeah. Um, alpacas are much cuter than llamas. What's are the they? difference? Let me look this up. They're so Alpaca much cuter. I don't know why everyone's talking about llamas when they could be talking about alpacas. Not that big of a difference. No, they look so... Alpacas have squishy faces and are fluffier. Basically, Mm. the alpacas are the shih tzus of the... Oh, my goodness. Alpaca breed. I don't know. What are they? Mammals? I don't know. What are they? Mammals? Yes, Yes, they're they're mammals. mammals. Oh, you know what? Yeah, alpacas are like fluffier. Are they? Yeah. And they have this a squishy face. But I think a llama's yeah. ears are cuter. No, I like the alpacas. Llama's just more fun to say. It's spelled more fun as well. I'm pro yeah, alpaca. Would you ever mm. have an alpaca if you had this face? A kid I went to high school with, his family owned an alpaca farm. Really? Wow. Yeah, they played on the same baseball team. Oh, llamas are much bigger. Yeah. Mm. No, I don't. Look I, at this baby one. No, the only animal that I want besides a Shih Tzu ever is a bunny rabbit. I really love I mean, bunnies. It's certainly possible. You could do that. Well, yeah. Jess had bunnies. I yeah. did have bunnies. I love bunnies very, very much. But besides that, I don't want any other animals. Oh, and a Persian mm. cat. Always, always the Persian cat. Yeah. And a dog is fine for me. I don't need any other animals. If we had a farm, I would get alpacas. Why? Because they're cute. Why are we getting a farm? I don't know if we wanted one. 
No. All right. So we decided on alpaca, alpacas over llamas. Yeah. My sure. job here is done. <laughs> um, the dean's office. Uh, he's threatening Cor- Eric and Jack with shock therapy, and I hate him. He's yeah. the worst. This guy sucks. Uh, he's and basically then, the character from the Breakfast Club. He is. Again. He, that's the whole gimmick here. He starts speaking in Mandarin, and apparently Jack also knows Mandarin. Mm-hmm. And so they get a month extension, which in college time is absolutely ludicrus. Yeah. Well, like, you're going to you get... the weekend. Yeah, yeah. like, right? You're going to get, like, two other papers in between the time that yeah. you're exactly. working on your first paper. Exactly. It makes absolutely no sense. It's... It, like the thought that you would have an extra month to complete something is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but this episode, I thought not as good as the first one. Obviously, I thought um, this was funnier. I liked how um, I liked this uh, this episode. It had its moments. I just like the yeah. storyline of the first one better. I think. Mm. Well, what did you think? I liked the first one more than the second one for sure. It. I mean, the only part I remembered, like vividly in either of the episodes was the end of the first one with mm-hmm. like them in front of like the apartment where they once lived and like mm-hmm. Sean and Jack having the conversation and actually getting on the same page for the first time like that's the only one that was like emotionally impactful enough to be memorable to me yeah yeah it's fair yeah um, and I hate the stupid flashback so much it is dumb. oh yeah the Topanga's comment at the end of it is stupid Oh, yeah, your boys, stop hugging. Yeah. It's like, boys can hug too, Topanga, shut up. Yeah, she's yeah. wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were they were all right episodes, but next week we are stopping down to cover just one episode yet again, season five, episode four, Fraternity Row. And we're not alone. We're going to be joined by someone who has joined us once before. She's coming back again, the amazing Asia Welch. Can't wait to talk about this with her. Woo. Woo. I'm so excited to talk about Greek life. My favorite subject. Sarah loves Greek life. Um, Mm. Sarah, where can people reach us on the social needs if they want to send in feedback and all that other jazz? Yeah, find us at Shit90sPod on Twitter and Instagram. Find us on our website at uh, www.shit90spod.com. Um, you can always uh, write us in at shit90spod at gmail.com. And um, aside from that, you can find me at Sarah Ferguson. How about you, Amazing. Jess? Yes, you could find me at the Jess Darling on Twitter. Um, you can also find me podcasting over at Posture Recaps on community building. Um, I'm just finishing up some Yellow Jackets coverage over there as well. Um, and on top of that, Sarah and I are starting The Gilded Age. That is premiering next week, but we already have two podcasts out, a uh, kickoff podcast, and then we had a full podcast dedicated to Downton Abbey. So definitely go check all of that out um, we had so much fun. Um, you could find us over at Post Show Recaps if you want to give those a listen. Um, well, where can people follow you if they want to see what you're talking about? I mean, I have a Twitter, but I don't really tweet much. Uh, I'm mostly in the Post Show Recaps Discord playing like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. Yeah, so if you want to play with all three of us, we all three play. Yeah. Um, slash Patreon. Become a ten dollar uh, a member of the patron at a ten dollar level. And go um, listen to more of Jess and Sarah. Yes, please do. Uh, I think that's I think that's all we have for them this week. Yep. Thank you all, everybody, for listening. We will talk to you all next time. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Just ask. Just ask.
Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.